Welcome to the K-State Center for Excellence in Dryland Agriculture podcast. Our research and extension efforts are directly tied to Western Kansas and dryland agriculture. For more information about dryland topics, including cover crops, weed sciences, forages, alternative crops, and more, please visit us at ksu.edu forward slash dryland. Today we have with us Vipin Kumar, a weed scientist with Kansas State University. Vipin has been with the KSU Ag Research Center located in Hayes, Kansas for four years. Vipin's research in Western Kansas is focusing on evaluating and developing integrated weed management strategies for dryland cropping systems. His research program primarily investigates and monitors herbicide-resistant evolution in predominant weed species in the region. It also includes research in kochia, pomeramaranth, horseweed, downy brome, shatter cane, and Johnson grass. Our topic will be the use of harvest weed seed control methods in dryland cropping systems. More specifically, retrofitting a combine with a seed roller system that destroys weed seeds during the harvesting operation. Another approach would be to collect the weed seeds within the chaff of the crop and place it in a line directly behind the combine. This is called chaff lining. So today we want to welcome Vipin Kumar. Thanks, Spencer. Thanks for having me. You bet, Vipin. So we're going to get started today. Um, can you tell our audience what is harvest weed seed control methods? So harvest weed seed control method was discovered by Australian growers, and it's basically collecting and destroying weed seeds at the time of crop harvest. So there are the two methods. Uh, one is the chaff lining, and one is the harvest weed seed destructor. Uh, they have adopted in Australia. So uh, both methods have been uh, have shown uh, success in uh, controlling or or suppressing weeds. Uh, chaff lining is basically leaving the weed seeds within the chaff, crop chaff on the ground as a, like a chaff line behind the combine. However, the harvest weed seed destructor basically collect the weed seeds with the chaff and, and destruct those weed seeds and make them non-viable when they leave the combine. So both methods have shown good results on managing multiple resistant rigid ryegrass in wheat production system in dryland uh, regions of Australia. Okay, great. So um, let's talk about both of those processes and we'll start with the, the seed destructor first. Can you tell us exactly how that process works? You know, what type of equipment you have, how that works with the combine, and, and what what happens exactly? Sure. So, uh, in terms of equipment, this is a this is a <clears throat> a new uh, equipment where that can fit into the combine. The, the combine they go with is a John Deere S six seventy or six eighty or higher end series of combines and uh, the destructor itself is manufactured by ReadyCop in Canada and the unit we have is the ReadyCop weed seed destructor that can fit in the back of the combine and basically what happens when we are combining our crops or harvesting our crops uh, it collects the chaff and the weed seeds whatever it comes and then it has two impact mills in that destructor and and it can mill those chaff as well as weed seed 
and destroy those weed seeds uh, when they come out of the combine. So that's basically like in a layman, uh, we are milling those chaff and weed seeds uh, when they are leaving the combine and destroying those weed seeds. Wow. Okay, so you take the seed destructor off and then you go with the chaff line uh, technology. Describe a little bit how that works with the same combine, I'm assuming, right? Sure. Yes, so chaff, for the chaff lining, there's a little modification in the combine. It's called chaff liner. Uh, in terms of when you harvest the crop, you know, you blow out your crop residue behind the combine. But in this case, you modify that process and basically put all the, your chaff and weed seeds in a, in a kind of line behind the combine in like one to two feet wide uh, chaff line. So basically keeping those weed seeds in the chaff and uh, letting them, you know, uh, decompose over the time. So it's kind of basically a mulch effect of those chaff that uh, affect weed seed germination and emergence and basically help uh, manipulating the weed seed bank. Okay. So obviously you mentioned when we first got started that um, there is research um, worldwide, specifically Australia. Um, how is that working for those guys over there? Yes, uh, as I said, these technologies have been discovered by the growers in Australia and they were struggling with the multiple resistance ridge ryegrass. They don't have any herbicide options to go with in-season control of those ridge ryegrass and wheat. So they came up with this idea of destroying those ridge ryegrass seeds. And over the last four to five years, more than 70% growers in dryland wheat production system, they have adopted these technologies, either chaff lining or wheat seed destruction. Uh, in Australia. In US, this is a new technologies and folks have been evaluating these technologies uh, and on a national level. We have a, a team of weed scientists uh, under the name of GROW, which is basically getting rid of weeds. And uh, we have started evaluating these technologies, how they can fit into uh, US cropping systems and help us managing these uh, you know, problematic weeds like water hemp or palmer amaranth or, or other weeds we are struggling with. So who are your collaborators here then? I've been a part of a bigger teams on the national teams of grow, grow team. Uh, they have almost 21 different states, weed scientists involved, uh, evaluating these technologies in different systems, different environments. Uh, major focus is on soybean in Midwest and I've been covering some of the other crops in high plains like wheat and milo as well as corn. And we have recently got two federal grants funded uh, and I have some collaborators from Colorado State as well as Oklahoma State, University of Arkansas and Iowa State Universities uh, where we're gonna do these uh, projects, uh, long-term projects uh, funded by USDA NEFA. And majority or major focus will be to look at these technologies, chaff lining as well as harvest weed seed destructor uh, in our systems here. How long do you see those projects going on? And, you know, will we have an update sometime from you in the future? We have only one year data on chaff lining projects and it's looking good in, in weed chaff lining uh, study. And uh, for the other project we have received funding for is uh, looking at the harvest weed seed destructor and that has just started this fall. So probably next year we will have some preliminary results to share with our folks uh, in Western Kansas in terms of how it does in terms of, uh, you know, weed seed kill efficacy of these destructor in our system. It's exciting technology. 
Vipin, you know, like there's certain instances where we do our pre's or our posts, and, and we have a, a, a failed a failed system anyway. Um, how do you how do you see that helping out in those kinds of situations where your your chemical breaks down? Spencer, you brought a very good point. Uh, folks, you know, have been observing these weed escapes. It's either because of resistance issues or because of herbicide failure or or you know the late season is uh, emergence of those weeds, especially the palmarum rent or kausia. So we see a weed uh, growing in the field at the time of crop harvest. And some of the fields we have observed very messy fields. And I think that's where this technologies will fit very well. Uh, you know, you're going to clean your field and you're going to harvest your crop. And at the same time, if you can destroy those weed seeds and not letting them to go into seed bank, you are manipulating the weed seed bank and going to help your field in a longer term. As I said, <clears throat> this is not going to be a one-year thing, but you have to do these technologies or follow these technologies over and over along with the, what we have uh, in terms of, uh, you know, weed control tools like herbicides. So this is going to be like one uh, silver, not going to be a one silver bullet, but it's going to be a part of the whole system-wide approach where this can fit into integrated weed management strategies for the growers in the region. That's exactly what I was going to ask you is, is, you know, obviously this technology is going to be just part of the system. Mm -hmm. So uh, a grower could kind of utilize something like this and expect some results maybe over a five-year process with all these other tools that mm -hmm. we have, right? Right. Yeah. Yes, that's, that's true. Because <clears throat> if you look at the, the system-wide approach, we, we have limited options in terms of herbicide. We have more and more issues of herbicide-resistant weed populations. And, you know, there's no new chemistries coming into the market. And, you know, chemical control has become more and more expensive. We are putting so much money on using, you know, expensive chemicals. So we need to look at uh, the alternate way of controlling these weeds. And this is one method that, you know, can fit very well in our overall weed control plans for the year. And if we kind of make that, those plans for four to five years rather for one year, I think that'll be that'll be really a long-term sustainable approach of weed control. One thing that's exciting about it to me is is that you're not adding something in. That you're obviously going to go out and cut this crop, mm -hmm. you know, uh, whether it's chaff lining or whether it's actually using the the, the destructor system. Right. You're, you're really not doing anything different than what you've done before. Sure, sure. We are not changing anything. We are not removing our chemicals from the systems. Folks still been using those chemical effective programs early in the season, you know, good weed control in the early in the season. But I'm focusing or targeting those late season escapes. What happens to those escapes when we are harvesting our crops? We need ecological tactic. And this is one of those ecological tactics that can help, you know, at, towards the end of the crop season that we need to clean those fields. We need to focus on those weed seeds they produce at the end of the season that should not go into our soil and infest our fields next year. So that's the whole idea of, of uh, incorporating or testing this, this method at the end of the season along with those other methods of weed control in our system. Vipin, one of our primary um, objectives here at the KSU Ag Research Center is supporting Kansas farmers. If, if we have a few Kansas farmers listening today, um, and they want to get a hold of you or, or just learn a little bit more about what you're doing, how do they do that? 
uh, as I said, uh, you know, they can reach me out through emails. Uh, my email is vkumar at ksu.edu or they can call directly to our office. Uh, phone number is 785-625-3425 with extension 214. Uh, they can, you know, follow me on Twitter. Uh, I'm on Twitter as well. And they can send me an email with the questions and they want to know more about these technologies. One thing I like to emphasize here, uh, Spencer, that along with these USDA projects, along uh, with those pr uh, bigger projects, multi-state projects, we have a member of Economist on the, on our teams. So we're going to look at the, the ec economy of, you know, using these technologies in our systems and come up with the recommendations to the growers. How will it look like in an economic, uh, economic standpoint for, you know, using these technologies for weed control? Uh, instead of just using straight chemical uh, weed control. So, because, you know, e economics is everything and, and it drives the, the decision-making process of the growers uh, for weed control. So, you know, uh, efficacy and efficiency of these technologies along with the economic side of it, I think will have a better uh, outcomes of, from those projects to make a solid recommendations to our folks. Sure. Well, hey, Vipin, I want to thank you for your time today. I also want to thank you for uh, providing some insight into this exciting research. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of questions in the near future about what you're doing. Thank you, Spencer. Thank you for doing this podcast. I think this is a really, really a good, uh, good discussion. And as I said, if uh, folks are interested to learn more, they can call me, my office number, and they can uh, you know, shoot me an email as well or follow me on Twitter. Thanks again, Vipin. For more information on dryland research and extension topics, including harvest weed seed control methods, please visit ksu.edu forward slash dryland. Finally, if you enjoyed today's podcast, please subscribe on your mobile device. Thank you.